good day and welcome to Holding Fast as your anchor gripped firmly to the unchanging Word of God today. Uh, mine is, I've renewed my relationship again with the Lord this morning. I wasn't saved over again, but I wanted to clear away anything that would be between my Lord and my soul. Uh, it's good to welcome you to the podcast today. I hope that you've had opportunity to spend meditating on the Lord. I know life gets very busy. It gets very uh, straining. Uh, you're pulled in all kinds of different directions. and It's important, though, to remember that all of eternity will be made up of spending time doting on the Lord and worshiping Him and giving Him praise. So we ought to get into good practice for that right now. So don't neglect your walk with the Lord. Our scripture passage for today comes from the Gospel according to Luke, Luke chapter 15. been reading through Luke lately, and uh, I just have been meditating on the truths that are there. One of the one of the uh, uh, passages that stood out to me that I wanted to spend the podcast on today is a passage that I think we need to meditate on to appreciate a lot deeper. In Luke chapter 15, the Bible says in verse 1, Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. Verse 2 says, And the Pharisees and the scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners, and eateth with them. Well, that's an interesting statement. This man receives sinners. Uh, I don't think there was anything that gave greater offense to the religious leaders of our Lord's day, the Pharisees and the scribes, than this mission of our Savior. He didn't come to accumulate wealth. He didn't come to be notorious. He came in order that he might save sinners. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21 tells us that. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. And isn't it a remarkable thing that the Bible records that the most, the virulent accusation, the most, the most hurtful thing that they could even allege against the Lord in the days that he ministered is this statement that he received sinners, that he literally extended his compassion, uh, that he regarded those who, at least by society standards or religious leadership standards, were vile and wretched and nobody wanted to identify with them, particularly those that were the religious um, sect of people. And admitting the most flagrant offenders into his presence, Jesus was making a statement. Our Savior was literally uh, uh, extending mercy to them and inviting those that were notorious lawbreakers and sinners into his fellowship. And yet, I would suggest to you today that this greatest reproach and insult that the religious leaders could give to Jesus was actually his greatest honor. In fact, Octavius Winslow, who I've read after for many years, uh, said this, quote, Pluck this jewel from his mediatorial crown, and it has lost its costliest gem in reference to the Lord inviting people to his mercy, extending compassion to those who were notorious sinners. He said, extract this note from the joyful sound and you'll have hushed its sweetest melody. Remove this object of his mission from coming and you have reduced his incarnation and sufferings and death to a gigantic waste. 
unquote. Wow, what a way to put it. Uh, with what glory does this statement really give our Savior the, the, the praise and the honor that he deserves? This man receiveth sinners. Um, I think that ought to cause all of our hearts, if you're listening to that, to this today, to this podcast, I want to remind you that that ought to thrill your heart and make it glow with gratitude and praise and love for the Lord. I want you to notice really what the text is saying here. The Bible says in verse 2 that he receiveth sinners. That's what the accusation was against him. He receives them, notice, as sinners. People that are lost, that are broken, that are self-destroyed, that have made choices, that have literally caused their lives to come undone and crumbled. Sinners that are too vile and too helpless to be able to save themselves. You know, really, who, if he does not save them, they're never going to be able to be saved. How often have I had people come and they've talked to me And yet there has been something within themselves that they're unwilling to surrender to the Lord and acknowledge who they are. Can I suggest to you that the only way that healing is ever going to be able to come to your life, the only way that the brokenness and the shatteredness of our lives can ever be changed is when you come to Christ as a broken, lost, undone sinner, to call it exactly what it is. Jesus receives sinners that come from every hue, every color, every condition, every depth of guilt, every crime, every breath that you breathe that's an offense to God, the Lord receives sinners. Are you a sinner today? I don't think there's any way, more appropriate way to end this broadcast week, this podcast week, than by challenging you. This important message you need to really consider today. You say, but I'm saved. You still need to consider this. You need to rejoice in the fact that you were an unbelieving scorner at one point. You may have even been a blasphemer and said things about God that are just, you're embarrassed now. Maybe you're a a red-handed murderer. Maybe you're a a profane uh, unbeliever or a, a, a dumb atheist or a, a somebody whose transgressions or sins have, have broken your mother's heart or your father's heart and you've given him gray hair and you, you may be those individuals, one of those individuals who has experienced great disobedience in his life. And I want to say to you today, um, If there be such a one whom he would not save and could not save, then there should be silence in heaven and there should be exaltation in hell at the announcement that Jesus Christ has ceased to save to the uttermost uh, the sin and guilt of all who would come to him. I would suggest to you that he receives sinners today and he'll receive you. It follows then that receiving them in all of their sin, and by the way, until you recognize that that is what has caused you to be lost, if you're thinking somehow that you're going to be able to reform yourself and redeem yourself or clean yourself up, I've had so many say to me, well, pastor, I have to get some things straightened out first, or I have to get some things changed or make some different No, you need to run to Christ right now. You will never, ever be able to clean yourself up to make yourself fit for the holiness of the, of the living God. Jesus Christ is the one who has to do the cleaning. He's the one that does the changing. You've got to come to 
to him in all of your sin, in all of your brokenness, in all of that that uh, that destruction of the choices that you've made in life to sit against him and just bow yourself at his feet and to surrender. Turn loose of your life and give it to Christ. He's the only way that can fix that. By grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Another text says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. What a joyful sound. Will you come to him today? Will you turn to Jesus without hesitation, without condition, without let's make a deal? We sing a song often in church as a hymn of invitation to invite people to come to Christ Just as I am, and waiting not, to rid my soul of one dark blot, to him whose blood can cleanse each spot, O Lamb of God, I come. Well, you can be assured of the fact that when you do, when you come to Jesus, you'll be saved. Why don't you do so today? He receives sinners. Do you hear it today? Hear it. If you're afar off, you're wandering out in ignorance, You're so sick because of choices that you've made and rebellion against God that you don't know how to describe your symptoms. Will you hear it today? Do you hear his call? Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Listen, the self-inflicted torture that we all live through in our lives where we constantly make the dumbest choices and decisions and blasphemous choices against God Listen, I want you to hear it, you that are poor spiritually, those of you that are listening to me that are wretched, if you will humble yourself and come broken and repentant and burdened, then you can come to Christ and know that this man receives sinners and he eats with them. Do you know him today? Why don't you come to him? Send me an email. I'd love to pray with you. Pastor Nason at gmail.com. I'll show you from the Word of God what a difference Christ makes. God bless.